And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. And welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. This week has been crazy. Some great news, uh, some not so great news. Um, I was also uh, privileged to attend the Notre Dame University International Film Festival. Uh, I, I spent a few days there, uh, you know, throughout the duration of the festival, spoke to some fantastic people. Uh, Script to Screen had the honor of being the official media partner this year. Um, and, and it was a great, great, great experience. Um, you know, Netflix gave us a slap across the face, a, a good slap and a bad slap. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's weird. It's really weird. Uh, uh, what is going on in the film and television industry today? And, and, and there's so much going on that my brain can't even fathom it to do a proper intro. Um, so I'm just gonna, uh, 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 open up the, uh, the, the mic tab here and bring in the solo to my Chewbacca on solo. <laughs> hey, Alan, how are you today? I'm a little jumbled all over the place, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Crazy uh, week. Crazy week. Uh, we saw a great movie yep, we uh, of the week. Um, like I said, I was at NDUIFF, which we'll talk about a little bit later um, in the show. Um, we saw Creed 2. Yep. Uh, much anticipated. Uh, Very good film. Extremely good film. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've got we've got some some uh, really early praise to certain films. We've yep. got other films uh, changing mediums. Um, you know, uh, old legacy actors joining remakes. Um, you know, uh, we've got lots. Yeah, cover. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a jam packed show. It is. I'm a little tongue tied, but uh, hopefully that'll subside <laughs> in a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's you know, it's crazy as we jump closer towards you know the holiday season. Uh, uh, so much starts kind of popping up and, uh, you know, uh, not next week, but the week after is going to be a crazy week for us. We've got like three films, uh, coming out, two films coming out. Yeah. Massive films, uh, film premieres, uh, the week of the 13th and, uh, and you know, and the 17th, um, you know, one from Sony and the other from Warner brothers and both kind of superhero-esque yeah um one is uh is that next week or the week after no it's the week after i said yeah, it's yes. the week after I just, yeah yeah no no next week feels a little dull i don't know calm. well uh, there is a movie coming out which i had the chance to see but i'll talk about next week oh okay there's a film coming out next week that you green, saw already green, green book Oh, okay. So yeah, Green yeah. Book was supposed to come out this, this week, week, but it, but it yeah. got pushed till uh, got December sixth. If I'm right, mistaken. right, 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 right. Um, ben is back. Comes out next week. Yeah, and I believe In Instant Family also comes out next week. No, came out. This week, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. So the there was a switcheroo, I guess, yeah, in yeah, the, in big the thing. All right. Well, speaking of, speaking, oh boy. Speaking of movies coming out, um, we, as we previously said, we had the chance to see Creed 2. So let's jump right in, start talking about Creed 2 and uh, what we loved, what we didn't like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here we go. Let's jump into the rink. I got, I got, I got, I got. It may not seem like it now, but. This is more than just fight. All right. Okay. I'm going to go do 10 push-ups. Uh, right? No, right? I can't, I can't. You're just That's... like, you're so pumped. You want to like <laughs> jump into the rink and start kicking booty. Yeah. Um, which is what I, which is, which is the mood I was in after the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So do you want to, do you want to jump in and go first? Sure. Sure. Let's uh, talk about Creed. Let's Creed 2. Creed yes. Two. Creed 2 was, 
was such a good movie. Yeah. I, I, I highly enjoyed this film on so many levels. Uh, let's break it down a bit, uh, wicker, wicker. bit by bit. Okay. As you already heard, the soundtrack. Like, oh my god, like that the soundtrack just wow! It's just, massive. It's oh. incredible. Both the soundtrack and, and the, the score. score. Both exactly. of them. It's a good you know, combination. Like, yes, and there's there's yes. that one place where there's a, a song and then there's a score that and and that was like wow. Yeah. Wowtsy. Yes. 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 So yes. musically speaking, I mean that's not the kind of movie I think you would specifically look at music, but it's just. It's superb, man. Yeah. It's so good. And and let's dive into the, the performances. Yeah, the performances yeah. are just massive all around. Somebody give Sly Stallone, a please. freaking Oscar, yeah. please. Seriously. Please. He's been playing this character for, for eight movies now. Oh, man. And this is, this, officially, this is his last one. He, yeah. He talked about it a few yes. days ago. Did He's, you see the video? No, I didn't. Oh, I read bro- the article. It broke me. It broke me, man. But, it broke me. Because he like he, at one point, he's like, you know, it's time for you to take on the mantle. And he's talking to Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And they like, they do like a, this like bro hug. And it's just, ugh. Oh, I was nice. like, no. <laughs> anyway. But, but I think it's good. That yes. Yes. He, absolutely. He's stopping at a high, not like at a crappy movie or at a low or somewhere bad for his character. Yes. Yes. Everything yes. seems to be resolved within his life. And yes. And... Uh, it's a good way to say goodbye to Rocky. Yes. Uh, but someone do give him an Oscar, please, because because Stallone is Rocky and Rocky is Stallone and they've been the same person. And he's, yeah. Rocky is the person that launched Sylvester Stallone into stardom. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so he, he's magnificent as an old Rocky. And then Michael B. Jordan. Ugh. Michael B. freaking Jordan. I mean, I, I've always been a Michael Jordan fan with yeah. Chicago Bulls. For yeah. me, he was... The greatest Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is pretty damn good, too. You know what? what You know what's really funny, though? You know, I don't want to interrupt you, but like... Yeah, go ahead. A while back, there was this massive rumor going around that Warner Brothers was trying to cast Michael B. Jordan as... Uh, uh, an African-American Superman. And you yep. remember how I was like, no, 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 no. You know what? After Creed 2, I'm game. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm happy. I'm, I'm game. If they want to make, uh, uh, if they want to do this parallel universe, cause there is an African-American yep. Superman in one of the DC worlds of yep. DC. If they want Michael B. Jordan to take on the Cape, I am there Yeah. because you know what? This kid deserves Whatever he is thrown into. He's one of the best actors in the game right now. Yes. He is talented. He's young Denzel. Uh, he's, he's got star he, power, yeah, which yeah. is very rare nowadays. He's got like, star power, and he's good, and he's, he's so raw. Good. He's so good. Th- there's nothing that he's been doing that's bad. I, I I can't think of a bad movie he's done. Man, I've been I've been I've been following Michael B. Jordan since Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. And it's since then that I knew this kid. He's got some. Yeah, he's got some. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, man. Oh, yeah. All right. So what else did you like about the movie? So what else did I like about the movie? I, I, I enjoyed Dolph Ludgren. Okay. So so the movie takes place 33 years after the events of Rocky IV. Right. And after the events of Creed One. Right. So for those who don't know, Apollo Creed, uh, Adonis' Creed's dad, was mm-hmm. killed by Ivan Drago. Right. And Rocky in the Rocky IV goes to Russia and beats the hell out of... Uh, Dolph Ludgren's character in a Ivan Drago, uh, uh, Ivan Drago, and and wins, and wins. So thirty three later, and shames Dra- yeah. uh, Drago for 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 life, for life. And there were consequences to that. They took this very cheesy movie from the eighties. Right, it's a fun movie to watch, definitely. Oh but yeah, it's I, not, mean, I, but it's I, I saw good. certain moments of it. Just take you know, while trying to write the review, I, I kind of yeah. looked back and I saw certain moments of it. Yeah, the 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 Apollo Creed death scene is just oh man, yeah, oh man, is it is it like beyond cheese? Yeah. Like it's so cheesy. Absolutely, but they managed to take that and forge a character and a story and what happened yeah. after that fight, uh, and that was very, very impressive. Yeah, yeah. And all in all, it's a feel-good movie, and there's the, the fights on the ring which take place, and there's a, a big dealing inner with pa- fight, yeah, inner fight and dealing yeah. with parenthood. Yeah, the parenthood is v- very uh, present in mm-hmm. ver- several storylines. Mm-hmm. And their own fights and their demons and and accepting certain things and, and dealing with certain things. So I've talked a lot. I I think you should uh, uh, go in there, say something because I, I I love this movie so much. I'm I'm very happy with this movie. But yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, okay, so so one of the things that really stood out to me, and 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 this is something that I constantly talk about, which is story, 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 story. Um, 
I loved the story. Yeah. I loved the narrative journey that the screenwriters uh, um, and the you know and and um, Steve Steve Capel Steve Chapel uh, Steve. Capel Jr. Jr. Yes, Steve Capel Jr., the director of the film, who did uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Um, I love the journey that he placed Adonis through. You know, uh, again, I go back to my three H's, mm -hmm. hardship, humor, and heart. Yeah. And the movie had all three. Um, you know, you saw the struggle. There was humor, you know, uh, you know, those light little chuckly moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was a lot of heart. Yeah. Um, I mean, you were sitting right next to me in the movie theater and you know, I whooped. Yep. I mean, I, I went, I was like, yeah, you know, like at one point I was so there drawn was, there into was a the fight movie. scene you got out of your seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. My friend, I was, my friend I was, Faye was sitting next to me and she turned she's like, yeah, and, yeah, and I, I looked and you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and I love when a movie uh, is able to do this, you know, to give me this emotional catharsis that is so huge that I'm, I, I lose all, you know, uh, um, what do you call it? Etiquette, <laughs> movie theater etiquette. Um, uh, and I get so engrossed into the movie. The other thing narratively that I love and that I mentioned in my review is the amount of respect that the filmmaker and the screenwriters, et cetera, et cetera, and company have for the legacy of Rocky. Yes. And in my review, I don't know if you read my review, but in my review, I parallel the way they handled Rocky to the way Lucasfilm handled Luke. And it's such a massive difference where you feel like there is, an, a, there is a genuine love and respect of who Rocky is. And, and it's very funny because in, in Creed 2, Rocky is dealing with mistakes of the past. And yep. in The Last Jedi, Luke is dealing with the mistakes of the past. But the way that they allowed these characters to deal with them, I love what they did with, with Rocky, where again, it's very similar. If you look at Luke in The Last Jedi and Rocky in Creed 2, they're on very similar trajectories. It's just one took a more, I don't know, like a... Um, um, very hard, different turn. Yeah, just it, there was no... There, there was no um, uh, respect to the legacy, nor was there, I think, and, and, you know, and again, we talk about fan service all the time and we don't want movies to simply be fan service. But in certain cases, like with a character like Rocky or a character like Luke Skywalker, the fans deserve kind of an acknowledgement, at least. You look at the way that, that Rocky's ending occurred in, in the arc, the end of his arc, which essentially in the movie... Even before I read that this was going to be his last movie, something inside of me said, we're never going to see Rocky again, you know, as the movie ended mm -hmm. because of the way that the film ends on, on Rocky in Rocky's note, the, yeah. that note, you know, like, um, I was like, okay, this is it. I think this is it. Like whether or not we get another Creed or we get another Rocky at this point. I don't care. If we get another Creed, I'm game. And if we don't, I'm also game because it's a beautiful ending. Like if you take Rocky one all the way to Creed two, it is a massively beautiful story. Yeah. It's such a beautiful story. And even though the mantle has been passed and now it is Adonis's story, Rocky was very much present oh, and a course. part of this tale. The mantle was passed the right way versus In my opinion, The Last Jedi did not do the mantle passing properly. Sure. Again, we still have to wait until episode yeah. nine to see what occurs. But because of all the stuff that I've been reading about episode nine, there's a lot of retconning that's taking place. Uh, uh, and they wouldn't have needed to do that if Last Jedi handled things properly. Um, I love the difference between Kugler's uh, uh, directorial vision and Capel Jr.'s directorial vision. Uh, they are different yeah. stylistically, but I think... This film, this story needed this aggressive kind of cinematography, this aggressive edit. I mean, it, there was a POV shot of Drago smacking Adonis and you, you felt like Drago was hitting you. Yeah. Um, I loved this, this sort of thing. I loved the colorfulness of this movie. There was a lot more color uh, versus uh, Ryan Coogler's Creed, uh, which didn't have that much color. It was very much like... Um, There were a lot of browns and grays and yeah. very like, you know, very Philadelphia. This was very L.A. Well, this it makes was very, sense. you know, this was very light in color and uh, um, yes, yeah, slightly more on the commercial side. But visually, I loved it. It was a two hour and what, 15 minute movie. Yeah, you did like not that. feel them. Yeah. 
You know, you did not feel them. The movie was that engrossing. Um, so, I mean, I loved it. And our grades didn't differ that much. No. It's one one number one point, off. Yeah. yeah. You gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. Yeah. Um, you know, I personally cannot wait to go see it in IMAX because it's playing in IMAX. And I'm like, this movie in IMAX, whoa. It'll be good. You know, like, I, I want to see it again before it's out of the movie theater, for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I love what they did with this film. I love what they did with this yeah. film. And it's funny because I was walking in very nervous because I love Ryan Coogler's Creed. Mm -hmm. I love Creed 1. Uh, and I love what Coogler did. And I was nervous that the passing to a different director might harm it somehow. But... I was, but Kugler uh, did oversee what was happening. I think he, was he was an was executive pro producer. He was a producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I mean, still, still, still. I mean, but again, with the with Stallone being involved and 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 Kugler, I I I wasn't that worried walking into the movie. Yeah. I had a good feeling about it, and I I would be worried about what happens next. Three, right? How they would deal with that right. without making it. Too repetitive. Because, because and, Rocky and, one and two were good, and then they had a problem with three, four, five until Rocky Balboa. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Let's wait and see. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. We might, we might, there might be, I mean, look at how long it took them to make Creed 2. So if they do another like time gap yeah. where there's like kind of more story and, and they come up with, again, a story with heart, hardship and humor, I think we, we, I mean, it'll be good, you know, like an older, and maybe we'll yeah. catch up with them when, when Amara's a little older. But, but you know something, it's a bit hard for me not to imagine it, at, at least now, without Stallone in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's still fresh. Because you know, like. because he he is the soul of the heart of yeah. these movies. He's the the compass. He, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I'm sure, and I'm sure, like down the line, they might he might cameo back in. You never know, you know, like, yeah. you never know. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I said if Creed Two is the end of that franchise, it's fine. So be it. Yeah, it's been a beautiful journey. It's a good. So far. It's a good. Uh, it's been a beautiful journey. Uh, um. Okay, Adrian. so <laughs> <laughs> um, so earlier this week, uh, actually throughout this week, um, um, I've been uh, covering the Notre Dame University International Film Festival, the twelfth edition of the festival. Um, so Hot and I decided to do a little fun thing here uh, and uh, and introduce uh, 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 <laughs> a faux guest <laughs> on the show. Uh, so, so yeah, we have a very special guest today for the NDU Film Festival because yes, we do. Yeah, a very talented young man uh, who's in, in into uh, movie making and and script writing and has a radio show. Uh, <laughs> without without further ado, uh, I'd like to present to you, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Alan Mahana. Hello, hello, hello. Wow, this is such a beautiful show. I love it. Wow, thank you for being on the show, Alan. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. It's the first time you're, you're on. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's, How does it's, it feel? <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I like the blue of the studio. Um. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so... Basically, uh, you were present at the NDU Film yes, Festival. I wasn't yes. able to make it. Uh, you had interviews, you saw workshops and so on. So why don't you tell our listeners uh, just a bit uh, more about what happened at the NDU Film Festival, what you saw, what were the highlights? For sure. So yeah. Um, well, the opening night ceremony was very interesting this year because uh, NDU um, has been known for for having very glamorous kind of opening nights. There's yep. uh, shows and spectacles and 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 you know dancing and singing and and you know um, this year was very much toned down because uh, as the founder of the film festivals. Um, Mr. Sam Lahoud, uh, who we love and respect on the show a lot, um, he said that, you know, due to financial uh, restraints, um, they were given an ultimatum. It was either have the festival on a short budget or small budget or not have the festival at all, much like uh, other festivals in the MENA region this year. You know, yeah. the Dubai Film Festival closed. Um, True. You know, it's no longer opening its doors. Uh, the Beirut International Film Festival has delayed until April. Normally, this would be the time mm -hmm. that they would have the festival. So um, Sam and company all decided that, no, you know what? We are going to do the festival, but we're going to do it on a, on a smaller budget. We're going to keep the spirit alive. We're going to keep those filmmakers um, and, and those films exhibited, um, but we're not going to go for the spectacle. Okay. And honestly, you know what? Um, their goal to keep the spirit alive at the festival stayed true. Okay. Um, you know, the filmmakers there, look, I, I'm, I'm a big film festival person. I love film festivals. I love the energy that is in film festivals. Um, 
because you're meeting filmmakers and, and, you know, seeing the young generation this much into cinema and this much, um, into, uh, you know, their passion and, and their ambition. It's fun. It's really nice to see stuff mm-hmm. like this. Um, you know, you, you, uh, the NDU film festival is known for bringing in international guests. There were so many different guests yeah. and I spoke to, um, Claudie, uh, Obdenkamp, mm-hmm. uh, and she's, uh, she's a film restorer. Uh, so she takes, uh, uh, archival, you know, like, um, yeah. for almost forgotten films. Yeah. And George she calls them, talked about, yeah, her yeah, last yeah. Week. um, um, you know, um, she wrote a book and, and she calls them orphan films and they're films where you don't know who, who they belong to or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, any of the crew or anything like that. So her and, you know, and what she does in her research is she basically, they go through restoring those films. So mm-hmm. she showed pictures in her workshop of them literally looking at the film negative and trying to figure out what that film is and what country it comes from. And, and, you know, she talked about their successes and, and, um, and, you know, failures, obviously. Um, so, uh, Claudie's conversation was fantastic and actually listen to it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, you can listen to that. I also yesterday had, um, conversation with uh, Emilia Majik and she's from Poland and she is the head programmer of a film festival mm-hmm. and her and I spoke about how film festivals need to also have their own voice because you know there are so many different film festivals now around the world you need to have a unique voice for your film festival like what is the target so what they do at their festival short wave is they change the theme every year okay um so the film's technically follow along on that particular theme. Um, I spoke to a short film distributor. His name is Wouter Jensen. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's from Holland. And he, he and I spoke about the strategy that filmmakers need to start taking, um, uh, you know, uh, when they're submitting their films into film festivals and that he has a company called Some Shorts. And it's a short film distribution and strategy company w- in which he helps young filmmakers strategize what films, uh, film festivals they should submit to. Mm. Um, I also spoke to filmmakers and talked about their experience at the festival. And will people be able to hear your interviews? Yes, all of those, uh, they're on the podcast. Yep. Um, uh, you know, towards the end of the show today, I'll, I'll go ahead. You know, I do want to talk about what's been going on with the podcast because it's been a little crazy yeah. uh, lately, but we'll talk about that later on in the show. But yes, all those episodes are available as bonus episodes. They're 10 to 15 minutes. They're really not that long, mm-hmm. um, but it did give those filmmakers and those international guests a platform to of talk. Um, obviously, we still don't know who the winners are, the closing ceremony is tomorrow, tomorrow. night um, but you know we want to we here at Script to Screen want to say a massive thank you to yeah. the NDU Film Festival uh, for allowing us to partner with them and be their official media partner this year and we can't wait to continue that relationship forward because it really has been an honor for us mm-hmm. uh, you know seeing our logo on the big screen yeah. uh, you know it's it's great it's a great feeling um, uh, you know to see where the show is is, is gotten to at this point and we're still we're, it's, it's only been our first year so yeah. Uh, an amazing experience for uh, for me, um, and I'm sure as it was for the filmmakers and all the international guests. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, Ellen. You are very welcome. <laughs> um, uh, next on the list, uh, we're going to do a little flippity flip from our outline. Um, but next on the list, I want to talk about the um, great news that Blade Runner mm-hmm. is uh, switching mediums. Yes. Um, so we had Blade Runner back in the day. And then we got Blade Runner 2049, which is uh, easily one of my favorite films. Oh, what a fantastic Um, movie. And now Blade Runner is jumping into the animation Animation. medium, which when you sent me that that article, I was like, wait, it took me like 30 seconds and I was like, oh my God, the opportunities. Yeah. That's immediately what I thought was like, oh man. Of all the opportunities that you are now able to do story-wise, world-building-wise, without having to worry about massive budgets, um, because it's 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 animated. Definitely. What was interesting is, by the way, before they released or, or during the release of Blade Runner twenty forty nine, they had three videos on YouTube. Three yeah, different three short short, uh, short films. One was animated, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and two were live action. Mm-hmm. And one of them had Jared, Le- uh, Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. The other had Dave Batista. Uh, so it was very interesting to expand a bit on those characters and, and on mm-hmm. that story for just that specific movie. So imagine the time gap because the, the show is called uh, Lotus, something Lotus. Lotus, and t- the year is 30, uh, 2038, 20. 20- yeah, I think so. Hang, hang on, hang on. We'll grab the article real quick. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Yes. Uh, we should have been a little bit more prepared. Um, like the Boy Scouts. <laughs> uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I wasn't. I barely lasted. 
Oh, there you are. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Based on that, there we go. I think. 20 All right. The series will be titled Blade Runner Black Lotus, and it will take place in the year twenty thirty two. Thirty two. So, so look at the gap. So yeah. Exactly. So, so you have the events from thirty two till forty nine, and I think the events before, like, like probably, are going to be linked. Oh, I'm to sure. This whole series. I mean, so. this is it. You know, this is kind of like uh, what George Lucas did with the the Clone Wars animated yeah. series. But, but I think it'll be much more mature. And oh, I hope so. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. because Blade Runner so. is not. It's not Star Wars as no, much no, as I no, love no, Star no. Wars. Blade Runner is much more philosophical. It's Way more. deeper. Yeah, it's more intellectual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the. Will there be new characters? Are they going to have more about? Have they about said Decker? where the show where the show is going to be aired? Uh, no, I, I don't believe. Uh, if 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 if. If I read it, yeah, I don't. I don't think. So. I don't think they. I don't they think said they that, said. No. But I have. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty certain it'll. It'll probably be some online. Uh, kind yeah, of some streaming service. streaming service. Um, because where would they air an animated show on television? It's exactly. really. I mean, unless it's on like Adult Swim or something. But um, the fan, there won't be a high uh, viewership. I. I mean, and already yeah. Blade Runner has a. Box office wise, didn't do that well, right, even though it was right. a very good movie. But I mean, it does have a cult following. So it does have. Um, it does. So so yeah. let's see how that goes. But I am very excited. I am super excited happy. about it. I'm super excited about it. I can't wait to see how and I, I, I'm very curious about the animation style. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Is it gonna have a man- manga kind of like? Feel you mean like it. an anime feel anime, to it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or is it gonna- um, you know, and and in a lot of ways, I'm also very excited that it's an, uh, you know, we're getting an adult animation yeah. uh, uh, series because those are rare, and I'm a person who loves animation. Uh, you know, I'm having to resort to watching to Castlevania on Netflix, which is pretty good, um, but also jumping back to like Samurai Jack and mm-hmm. and and watching you know older uh, uh, animated uh, animated shows. But yeah, I mean, I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited about the character possibilities, the depth, the world building that we're probably uh, going to get. Uh, and it's a nice time gap. It's enough of a time gap. Um, it's, it's good to fill you in know, the gaps. You know, 2032 and then 2049. So that's, I mean, that's almost eight eight years of, of uh, no, that's more than eight years, like wow. 10 years. Oh. No. 32. Even, 32, 49. Yeah, I'm terrible at math. Sorry about that, guys. So, uh, yep. I okay. think it's 11. 11 years. There I it is. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I take out my calculator? Or? No, no, no. It's, it, yeah, more than 11 years, actually, because 32 to thirty-two to 42, that's 10 <laughs> years. terrible. And then you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got seven more years. So, like, so like 18 years. So, it's almost like 20 years. 17 years. 17 years. There we go. Sponsored by calculator. Sponsored by calculator. Wow. Okay, guys, please don't uh, sign off and leave <laughs> us hanging. Um, we love you. Um. Finally, um, in, in the segment before we go in our uh, we take our second break, um, praise is so much praise is going towards Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, so much. I mean, it's got a one hundred percent Rotten Tomato score. Um, our good friend uh, of script to screen Bailey is like, this is my favorite film of the year. Yeah, um, he's he's totally pumped about about the movie. Um, and, uh, it's already gotten a sequel greenlit and a spinoff. Exactly. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, whenever this starts happening with a movie, I start getting scared because I hate being let down. Um, but I've been on board for this movie since I saw the first trailer because it does look Beautiful. Yeah, visually it's very um, interesting. It looks beautiful. I don't know story-wise what they're doing because the most recent trailer, uh, I saw a pig dressed up as Spider-Man, which Spider-Ham, really, if I'm not Spider-Ham, which really confuses me. Um, is that supposed to be like the Simpsons guy? You know, no, like Spider Pig. No, oh, no, no, okay, no, no. whatever. Um, so I mean, I was a little confused when it came to that. Well, well, there are a lot of Spider-Men. Right and women, yeah, in this yeah, movie. yeah. So there, there's it's so many, you know, it's the Spider Verse, it's, it's yeah. the Spider Verse. It's different universes with different Spider Man, uh, voiced by different people and, and different. Like you have Peter Parker and you mm-hmm. have Miles Morales and mm-hmm. Gwen Stacy, blah blah blah, and so on. So, I mean, the possibilities are infinite to focus on one specific universe and make uh, right, a right. movie out of that. Uh, I'm excited. The animation was amazing. There was a five minute segment at the end of Deadpool, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, sp- yeah. We we saw that scene. It was funny. It had heart. It looked smart. Uh, it looked really good. I can't wait. I, I'm I'm actually very happy. It comes out here in a couple of in, weeks. In two weeks, yeah, in two weeks. So time. so I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I'm I'm super excited about it. Again, visually, it looks stunning. Yeah. Um, you know, it seems to have enough action and it, and, and a lot of heart. There does seem to be to have a lot of heart. It's very comic booky. Yeah, and that's what I love what about I like. it—the texture and you see like the pixels yeah. and the dots and you know like the bang and the booms and the, all that stuff. So I mean, I, I I'm, a, I'm look, I'm excited about it. Um, if Sony gets their stuff together and starts producing good Spider-Man content, I'm not gonna say no. Yep. You know, I mean, when they first started, they were giving us. Good, I mean, they gave us two really, really good movies. True. Um, you know, one of which can be uh, is arguably one of the top ten superhero films of all time. Spider-Man Two. Yeah, or, or like even top five. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited about it. Um. Yeah. Cool. Basically. No. no. What's happening? I don't know. Probably what is actually, that is a proper question yeah. to ask what at this happening? point. What is happening? Why Netflix? Why? Okay, so I'm doing something with my fingers that are expressing something towards Netflix. Use your imagination, listeners. <laughs> YouTubers, you can see this. Netflix, this is for you. What? What? Yeah. I don't... The, I. Yeah. When you sent me this, I I had to look at it maybe for five minutes to 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 really take in that this is actually real. You, you know this those is scenes not in the movies, like a prank. The, the movies when you why why you know that you, opening uh, that, that that opening no from the office that yeah. Michael Scott does when Toby is back at the office. That's it. That is literally yeah. that was me. Yeah. No. No. God. No. Please. No. <laughs> that was literally. Yeah. That was it. Why would okay? So if so you, they, yeah, let's clue you guys in. <laughs> since you haven't, if you haven't heard, um, obviously we're very heartbroken about this. Netflix has decided to cancel Marvel's Daredevil. Yeah. Moment of silence. Uh, This is this is is just it makes no sense because the third the third season was so good. It was so good. Okay, look on a business level. Okay, because I like to look at things business wise. Even though the season three was very good, there was a massive over fifty percent drop in viewership. Okay, but I think that's because of season two. Okay. So I think one of the reasons was that these shows are costing them too much. Okay. And they should just stop making them. Plus, with the whole Disney, Disney Play. Disney Plus, yeah. This, Disney Play coming. Plus. Plus. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. We're still calling it Disney Play, but it's Disney Plus. Plus. Disney whatever, Disney. Yeah. You son of a gun, Disney thing. So so now they're probably going to take these properties and do something with them. Yeah, but like, or, what, what are they going to do? They're going to give us the same level of darkness on, on no, Disney Plus? No, absolutely it's not. It's going to be the MCU version of Daredevil. Yeah. It's going to be the MCU version of... They can't do an MCU no. version of Jessica Jones. No. They can't do Luke Cage. None of these kids. The only one that could be like kid-friendly is probably Iron Fist. And it wasn't kid-friendly. <laughs> And not even that much, by the way. But Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica, Jessica Jones and Punisher are still hanging in there. But I'm assuming that it's only a matter of oh, time. Oh, no, it's a matter of time before they cancel I mean, all they, of them. I mean, they might do a third season of Jessica Jones and end the whole arc, perhaps. I, I don't know. At this point, I don't know anything. I'm like Jon Snow. But it is frustrating. You know nothing. No, it is frustrating. It is annoying because it was a well-written franchise. It was smart. It was witty. And, and now, just because I think of a business... Loophole, this whole fiasco. Look, you know what? I, in in a lot of ways, I probably would not have minded if there was no cliffhanger moment at the end of season three. Like if it, if season three had ended with them cheersing at the end with with yep. uh, you know um, uh, Augie and and Karen uh, Karen and uh, Matt, um, Matt uh, cheersing at the end and they faded to black and that was it. I probably would not have minded. I would have been like, you know what? Cool, cool beans. At least it ended properly. But no, we got that stupid. Now I feel it's a I stupid, told you it, a stupid cliffhanger. I had a feeling it was unnecessary. I, it's something like you and Creed. You know, you had a feeling that Rocky was, you know, yeah, capiche yeah. finito. Same thing with, with something deep, deep down inside, even, even though I didn't want to believe it because I love the show so much. 
It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's let's, so unnecessary. Well, maybe, maybe. Let's let's hope somehow it'll make it to the big screen and they'll do something decent out of it. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, you think you think Daredevil will join the MCU? He could. I mean... As long as it's the same actor, I don't care. If we're going to recast Daredevil again, I'm going to punch someone in the face. No, they did it with Spider-Man like 98 times. So Daredevil twice. So just, I don't care. Just saying. <laughs> Man... All right. Speaking of casting, is there anything else you want to say aside from that we're really against this? No, no. Can we start a petition, save the devil of hell's kitchen? At this point, I think th mm. this sort of p petition wouldn't function. <sighs> anyway. Moving on. Um, Rita Moreno, mm -hmm. uh, who played um, Anita in West Side Story, yeah. uh, has now been uh, cast in the remake. Which she spoke against at some point. Yeah, she was. She no, she didn't. She had, yeah, she had concerns. She was very concerned about the remake. She wasn't sure if it was going to be as you know peppy and nice and whatever. But now that she's cast, she's all like, "Ah, oh, Spielberg, ah, oh, Kushner, I love them both." <laughs> you know, like she's very positive now. All of a sudden, about it, and to be honored by taking on a role that you know, apparently it's, it's a, a new re, role. Yeah, it's like a re. Um, it's a like a re envisioned role um, where. Tony is working now so it's it's no longer run by this old guy it's mm. this run by it's run by this Latina older woman um uh so I mean that's interesting uh, you know it's it's funny with um you know you got uh, Mary Poppins Returns coming out later this uh, this um this, this month this, um on this yeah. month and year yeah yeah um, and they they brought in Dick Van Dyke to be in the movie and now you see Rita Moreno being you think this is a this is a this is a trick to bring original movie fan lovers to the movie? I don't think so because I don't know how many of the West Side Story fan lovers are still alive. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's mean. That's mean. Okay. I These very rare moments where Hod just throws so much shade. <laughs> very um, dark humor. Jesus. No, but I, I definitely... It's a nostalgic yeah. move. Yeah, a, yeah, for business. sure, for sure. Um, and hey, you know what? I, I like Rita Moreno, so I'm not against it. It's just really interesting how it was an easy flip, you yeah. know? Like, I'm concerned. I love it, you know? Well, like, then again, Spielberg, I think yeah, whoever I mean, he talks to and would offer a role would be like, okay, I'm in. Look, uh, the only thing that's making me semi-excited for this is Spielberg, Spielberg currently. Um, his, his take because on I it. really don't feel like this movie is necessary at this point, but you know, it is what it is. Spielberg is doing it really quick. Uh, continuing on the casting news really quick. Um, Kingsman, the great game, mm. which is the prequel Kingsman that's coming out, uh, has recently cast Charles dance, Daniel Bruel, uh, Reese Ifens and Ralph Fiennes. Well, if it takes place during world war two, these names make sense. German, yes. English. Uh, yes. So, so um, it works. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, uh, uh, I'm excited about it. It'll be interesting to see a period piece within the Kingsman universe. Um, we haven't been that disappointed with the Kingsman films just yet. I mean, the second one wasn't as great as the first, but it yep. was pretty good regardless. And and mark my words, uh, Taron Egerton. Yep. We'll be back because Robin Hood just flopped worldwide. Oh, yeah, it did. Because they were, I think they, they wanted to bank on that whole series it did not do well at all it saw the king arthur uh, yeah. uh outcome so i think he, he will be back he'll be with back that, with that franchise yeah he'll be back um so i mean it's exciting to see that uh, things are starting to shape up with kingsmen yep all right box office time Box office time. Just opening <clears throat> that sheet. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So we got a massive shakeup this week. A massive. Uh, I, I was kind of shakeup. You were you were almost there. You were almost there. Uh, that's for sure. Um. So uh, without me wasting too much time, uh, coming in at number five is Kafarnaum, seeing its way down the box office now. Uh, you know, again, great run. We couldn't be prouder of this film. Yep. Um, you know, um, you know, job well done. Job well done. Yep. Um, so Kafarnaum uh, uh, this week got in uh, four thousand five hundred and ninety-one entries. Uh, this is its 10th week, uh, capping off its total run at 175,638. Yep. 
I always feel we have trouble reading numbers. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, at number this four. That's why we like movies. At number four, we have The Grinch. Uh, it's been out for three weeks. This week, it totaled at 5,111, with a total of 20,947, which makes sense. Yeah. Because we're getting close to Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it should stick, kind of stick around. Uh, in at number three is the one and only Wreck-It Ralph yes. uh, with Ralph uh, Breaks the Internet. Uh, this is its first week and it's made 5,445 entries so far. It's in at number three this week. Now, unlike the rest of the world. <laughs> unlike the rest of the world who have cinematic taste. Yeah, I, I, I don't even want to read this. Okay, so I, in at number two <laughs> is Robin Hood Origins. Uh, Which it's only known as Robin Hood Origins uh, worldwide. And in the U.S., it's just Robin Hood. Robin Hood, exactly. And by the way, they're working on so many Robin Hood projects left and right. Yeah, yeah. Marion and Robin Hood 2049. And I don't like just so much. It's crazy. Yeah. So one week, 10,094 entries. Jesus. In at number one is a Lebanese film again. Which is uh, good, which, which is, is very good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, uh, Lebanese film, Khapsa, or uh, Mess Up, I guess. Yep. I don't know how to translate it into English, but. Um, directed by uh, Shadi Shad 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 Hanna. Hanna, who's, who's a renowned uh, uh, Lebanese comedy uh, yeah, director. He, he's done a show called SLG, which was one of the funniest shows. Yeah, so it's a, it's a skit comedy yeah. show, a parody, a social parody, etc. Exactly. Um, and this is its first week and it's made, it's, it had 13,329 entries uh, uh, so far this week. So, I mean, a massive shakeup. Uh, Fantastic Beasts is all the way down at number seven. Mm -hmm. um, Widows, sadly, is at, at number eight. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is at six, Johnny English nine, and then Belcanto is at 10. So, I mean, it's a massive shakeup and I don't think it's going to be this way, uh, um, in two weeks time either. Well, I think Habsa being a Lebanese movie will stay there for a while. It'll stay in the top five. I don't know if it'll Th stay top one because there, there's a bunch of Lebanese movies coming out. Uh, within from now till the end of the there's year, there's one more. There's Time Out coming out. There's Time Out, and I think there's like an Aladdin. Kind oh, yeah, Maharaja, yeah, something like that. The Maharaja. So, I think that will also do well with kids, especially with the holiday season, right? But you but you cannot forget that you've got Mary Poppins Returns coming out, you've also got as, Aquaman, and you've got Spider Man into the Spider Verse. As much as I love Mary Poppins, I have a feeling locally it won't be as successful as it should be. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's it's just a feeling thing. Interesting. Okay. But I, but I do see movies like Maharaja and uh, uh, the other Time Out Lebanese movie doing really well because these movies tend to gather a yeah. lot of people to because they're not these highly intellectual movies. They're just silly Lebanese yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, interesting. But, I mean, it's interesting that you would say... Um, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would think with movies, I mean, move Mary Poppins aside, I think with movies like Aquaman yeah, no, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, those are going to compete really, I mean, I mean, those are massive movies. Aquaman, yes. Uh, Spider-Man, again, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I, I mean, I like this. I like that we are we have speculative. Yeah, yeah. we're trying to speculate forecast. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think you're right. I think those Lebanese films are going to see their limelight mm -hmm. in the top five. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see, wait and let's see. Let's see what happens to Creed two next week. Yeah, that's I, also. I, I true. hope it makes it to the top two. I really do. I think it, it, it would. I mean, it already it seems to have already done really well yeah. the opening weekend. Um, so, so let's see. it's we'll a boxing see. movie. People like that here yeah, in general. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot, a Lebanese people are big Rocky fans True. too. So, um, Habibi Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> Habibi Sylvester, he's our bro, BB. Yes, um, <laughs> on that note, let's jump to script to screen recommends. What do you have recommending for us this week? Well, I felt like just having fun this week because it's been a, it's been a tough week. And I'd, I'd like to jump in at some point just like for 30 seconds and say something about that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go for a funny French movie okay. by, by Louis de Funès. Okay. Louis de Funès was one of, the, one of the funniest French actors, but 
you can't. He's like Jim Carrey, Charlie Chaplin, and he's an okay. older kind of guy, very hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And he has a movie called Les Aventures de Rabbi Jacob. Okay. Which, oh, I've seen that. Which is one of the funniest movies ever. Oh it's, it's my about, lord! It's, about it's this so very funny. racist French guy. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh he, my god. He gosh. hates black people and he hates oh Muslims. Oh my god. He hates. He's, he's a Catholic, pure Catholic, and he wants his daughter to marry a Catholic. And and one thing leads to another, and he ends up disguising as a rabbi called yeah, Rabbi Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all hell breaks loose, and <laughs> there's seen it. there's a hilarious dance scene, and 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 Rita <laughs> Funes has so much heart as as a person. He you cannot not look at him and not crack up and just laugh. So <laughs> I think this is a much needed movie this week, just yes. to to take yes. things lightly, lightly, and uh, enjoy it. I mean, it's it's a, even if 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 you live abroad and you don't speak French, try to get a subtitles, watch it. It's for sure. It's a blast. Uh, as for me, I also chose a lighthearted film, um, with Mary Poppins returns coming out next week. Uh, I'm going to recommend the original Mary yeah. Poppins. Um, look, this is Disney at its finest, literally, uh, Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke. Mm. Um, the movie is great. We still sing the songs to this day. Uh, you know, um, I found, I caught myself whistling, you know, a spoonful you of know, sugar, sugar the other day um you know uh, it's it's a great movie it, it, you know movies with heart uh, that are heartwarming that have beautiful messages um you know that that promote kindness and being good yeah, and, 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 and love and, and love and, and family, family. You know, and I think we really need that in in, in our times. And I, I I'm pretty certain I know what you are going to say, yeah. but you know, go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah, I just want to like something terrible happened in Lebanon this week. We lost a very good friend and a radio co-host uh, called Gavin Ford. He had a morning show. He's had it for the past maybe nine, ten years for forever, and uh, he 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 was brutally murdered. And uh, just on behalf of me and yourself mm-hmm. and the script to screen, yes. to all his family, to all his fans, we want to send our sincere condolences. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to take a lot of time because th- we've been talking about this, yeah. but I want to remember Gavin as a, a gentleman, a very nice fellow, which which I had the chance of working with on, on in the restaurant that, that I work mm-hmm. with several times. And he was always so nice and down to earth took the time and effort to come and say hello and to talk to me wherever he would see me sometimes I, I might not notice him and he would do that really straight down to earth good guy so here from both of us I just want to say thank you Gavin and uh, rest in peace yep the radio landscape is going to be very very different without you um yeah yeah on that note, um, I want to also uh, talk about something, um, uh, you know, obviously not as heavy as this, um, but uh, I want to thank all of you guys, uh, you know, our screeners for being a little patient with us. Uh, we've been trying to, look, the podcasting game is is very difficult. It's mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's very time consuming. It's very difficult. Um, and in, in a world that where there's a lot of content and a lot of different choices and options and whatever, we've been really trying to find the best platform for our podcast um and I had thought I had settled on a new one and um, it wasn't working out the way I wanted it to. This was why there was a delay last week with the episodes going up on, uh, you know, onto the onto the podcast and the streaming world. Um, so I've been I've been worrying about that a lot. I want to say that I found a brand new uh, uh, um, uh, host site for <laughs> us and a host app. You can download the app. Now the podcast will be available on Apple podcasts and all of those still. Um, um, uh, but it's also available on this new podcasting. It's actually been around for a while. Um, it's called anchor. Anybody can download anchor. It's, uh, you know, it's available for iOS and Android. Now, the beautiful thing about anchor is this first off from our end financially, it's going to be fantastic mm-hmm. because it's not that financially, uh, uh demanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you guys, our screeners, and this is where the game gets a lot better. If you listen to our show, show on Anchor. Anchor allows you to send us voice messages and allows you to reach out to us. And if you do, and if you do send us your voice notes, um, let's say, you know, your feedback uh, via a voice note, you want to give us a comment on something that we spoke about, you send it to us. I'll get a notification that I we've received a voice note and we can play it on the show. Yeah. And this is Anchor is going to make us reaching out to you and engaging and engage with you guys, our screeners, so much easier, so much 
much better. Um, uh, you know, and, and it opens up so many different avenues that I really don't want to talk about on the show because these concern us behind mm-hmm. the scenes. But as far as you guys are concerned, the screeners, Anchor, get Anchor. It's a free app. You don't have to pay for it. There are a lot of different podcasts that you can listen to on Anchor. So the moment you have it, you can listen to us. You can send us voice messages. You can interact with us and be a part of this show, which is something that you and had and I have been wanting yeah. for so long. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to uh, listen, you know, it's an easier way to do it. If you, you know, you're struggling with Anrami or iTunes or whatever, you can do it via anchor. You can reach out to us via anchor and uh, hopefully, um, you know, we'll have, we'll start getting so much voice notes that we'll have to do, uh, you know, uh, listener feedback episodes on yeah, script to screen, would amazing. Uh, which would be a lot of fun um, for us and for you. Cause then you'll be on the show. So that's about it. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Alan Mahana on my end and had.solo on his. You can listen to us on, well, I've already said it, but Anchor. Anchor, Apple, people. <laughs> Anchor. How do you spell it? For a n. Okay, so it's A-N-C-H-O-R. Okay. A-N-C-H-O-R. Uh, Anchor. Um, so you can listen to us on Anchor. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other podcast platforms. Uh, you can check out our Facebook page, uh, Script to Screen Pod on Facebook. You can watch us on YouTube, the videos. Uh, yep. Uh, and Facebook as well. Yep. Um, and that's basically it. You can check out our website, www.scriptoscreenpod.com. Although the website is also going to go through a big revamp right now while we're doing the switch over. Um, so just be patient with us. We're planning a lot of good stuff. So just, just be patient. Yeah. And thank you for being patient so far. Yeah. And we have a lot of cool shows coming up from now yes, to the end of the yes, year. Yes, yes, yes. With a nice round table at the end of the year to discuss things. Christmas episodes. Uh, it's We've gonna, got a two-parter, yeah. Christmas two-parter. It's going to be jolly. It is going to be jolly. So thank you so much for always being a part of us, always being the great screeners that we know you are. And always remember, please go to the movies and, and watch movies. And may the force movies. be with you. <laughs> and may the force be with you. All right. <laughs> we are out of here.